Hey you mob, this is uh, episode one, so let's kick it off with finding out um, what the definition of NAIDOC week is, what it means, how it come about, and just for you mob that don't know, NAIDOC, we should be going into NAIDOC week now, but because of the pandemic, we've had to move it over to November, so NAIDOC week will now be celebrated and observed in November from the 8th to the 15th but I just thought it'd be interesting just to go to the NAIDOC website and just read out the history of NAIDOC so here we go before the 1920s Aboriginal rights groups boycotted Australia Day in protest against the status and treatment of Indigenous people By the 1920s, they were increasingly aware that the broader Australian public were largely ignorant of the boycotts. If the movement were to make progress, it would need to be active. Several organisations emerged to fill this role, particularly the Australian Aborigines Progressive Association, otherwise known as the AAPA, in 1924 and the Australian Aborigines League AAL in 1932. Their efforts were largely overlooked and due to police harassment the AAPA abandoned their work in 1927. In 1935 Indigenous man William Cooper founder of the AAL drafted a petition to send to King George V asking for special Aboriginal electorates in federal parliament. The Australian government believed that the petition fell outside its constitutional responsibilities. On Australia Day in 1938, protesters marched through the streets of Sydney followed by a congress attended by over a thousand people. One of the first major civil rights gatherings in the world, and it was known as the Day of Mourning. Following the Congress, a deputation led by William Cooper presented Prime Minister Joseph Lyons with a proposed national policy for Aboriginal people. This was again rejected because the government did not hold constitutional powers in relation to Aboriginal people. After the day of mourning, there was a growing feeling that it would be a regular event. In 1939, William Cooper wrote to the National Missionary Council of Australia to seek their assistance in supporting and promoting an annual event. From 1940 until 1955, the Day of Mourning was held annually on the Sunday before Australia Day and was known as Aborigines Day. In 1955, Aborigines Day was shifted to the first Sunday in July. After it was described, the day should become not simply a protest day, but also a celebration of Aboriginal culture. Major Aboriginal organisations, state and federal governments and a number of church groups all supported the formation of the National 
Aboriginal Day Observance Committee, otherwise known as NADOC. At the same time, the second Sunday in July became a day of remembrance for Aboriginal people and their heritage. In 1972, the Department of Aboriginal Affairs was formed as a major outcome of the 1967 referendum. In 1974, the NADOC Committee was composed entirely of Aboriginal members for the very first time. The following year, in 1975, it was decided that the event should cover a whole week from the first to second Sunday in July. In 1984, NADOC asked that National Aborigines Day be made a national public holiday to help celebrate and recognise the rich cultural history that makes Australia unique. While this has not happened, other groups have echoed that call. With a growing awareness of the distinct cultural histories of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples, NADOC was expanded to recognise Torres Strait Islander people and culture. The committee then became known as the National Aborigines Islanders Day Observance Committee. N-A-I-D-O-C, NADOC. This new name has become the title for the whole week, not just the day. Each year, a theme is chosen to reflect the important issues and events for NADOC week. During the mid-90s, the Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander Commission, known as ATSIC, took over the management of NADOC until ATSIC was disbanded on the 15th of April 2004. Over the period from 2004 to 2005, there were interim arrangements with former Senator Aidan Ridgway chairing the committee until 2008. Since then, Anne Martin and Ben Mitchell served as co-chairs of the National NADOC Committee from 2008 to 2018. And then Patricia, Thomas, uh, Patricia Thompson and John Paul Janke were elected the co-chairs after that. And uh, so now the National NADOC Committee has made key decisions on national celebrations each year and has representatives from most Australian states and territories. They put on the NADOC ball, they oversee and promote um, NADOC celebrations and also acknowledge and honour the mourning process of what NADOC represents to the original people of the continent. So uh, that's a bit of the history of NADOC. Um, and I can say from my own experience as a child growing up, I remember us black kids, we didn't have to go to uh, school on the Friday of the NADOC week because it was known as A-Day. It was known as Aboriginal Day. So on A-Day, there was always a march, there was always a protest. And so um, uh, Indigenous people who worked or went to school, they usually took the day off and they went to the march. And I remember at our school, where I went to school, um, we were allowed to go to the march and if we didn't, they'd mark us as truant. So it was kind of um, compulsory, you might as well say, for us black kids to go to the march in the city. 
and uh, they were the days back then when we were marching for you know um, the rights to have our land back and and for you know the government to start paying the rent on the land that they're living on rent free and also we was um, trying to bring attention to all the black deaths in custody that were happening and this was before the um, Royal Commission into Black Deaths in Custody. In the, in them days, we was fighting to get that Royal Commission. I think um, back then there was about, what, 99 um, recorded Aboriginal deaths in custody. And since the Commission, um, it's now in the hundreds. So although all the advancements haven't been uh, evident, we are still fighting as original people today and always will and now we know that our existence is our resistance the truth is we wasn't supposed to survive the genocidal policies that were put in place when australia decided to become a nation and sit on top of unceded aboriginal land and we're proud of that resistance we're proud that we're still surviving even though policies are in place not to support that survival of our people. So anyways, I hope you've enjoyed that little um, thing about, you know, just looking at what NAIDOC means, how it started and all that. And you can go and check it out for yourselves too on um, that NAIDOC website. The um, website address is nadoc.org.au. And like I said, this year it's been moved to November from the 8th to the 15th. Um, And so, yes, um, you know, I suppose it'll it'll be a great week of um, celebration. It'll also be a week of mourning, um, but it'll be also a week of honouring our resistance and our continuing existence despite all the odds against us. And uh, in this new era of the Black Lives Matter movement, it's really supporting our Indigenous movement here in on this continent. So, yeah, um, I hope you've enjoyed that little yarn. And, um, yeah, stay tuned for episode 2, 3, 4 and 500, whatever. And, um, yeah, we'll talk too soon. Stay black, stay informed.